Hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everyone is having a blessed day today. And how are you doing today, Dad? Austin, I'm doing absolutely wonderful, for this is the day the Lord hath made, and I will rejoice and I will be glad in it. The weather here today is absolutely stunningly beautiful. And, you know, so many people think that you know, we had a horrible hurricane that came through here, and uh, we did not. We had, like, one little rainstorm that put down, like, a quarter inch of water, and that was the end of it. And uh, <laughs> it's just one of those deals that people keep thinking that, you know, every hurricane that comes through, you know, this hemisphere ends up in Florida. And, mind you, a few of them have ended up here, but quite frankly, this thing skirted out to the Atlantic Ocean, and there's nothing really here. And now it's up in the... Pennsylvania area, bringing them some hopefully much needed rain. So, you know, it's really nice when we get to avoid these types of storms because the, the category one storms and the tropical storms, we're so used to those down here that we don't pay much attention to them. Now, when they start getting to category three and four and five storms, those are the serious boys. Those are the ones that come with the, tur- with the tornadoes and with the, in, in the eye wall. Those are the ones you have to be careful of. Back in 2004, you know, they decided to go ahead and send three storms over our county. And I say that not metaphorically. Okay, that sounds strange to some of you if you just started listening to the show. But we've been doing, in this country and in the world, has been doing weather modification in the direction of fronts for since the 60s and 50s. I mean, this is 70-year-old technology they've been using, starting with the cloud seeding on the Ho Chi Minh Trail back in Vietnam to flood out the areas. I mean, this is exactly what we have been having going on now, especially with the geoengineering and all of the stuff they're doing as far as causing a, how should I say this, putting metallic ions in the ionosphere in the atmosphere in order to have better radio control signals and in order to have better control over high pressure zones which they can then hit with certain radar waves and actually form bubbles and actually move fronts you say well this technology sounds like it's space age no it's not space age it's been around for a long long time and it's just what the globalists do when they want to move weather around in fact dane whittington has been on our show many times says that there's not one square meter of land in the United States that's not being controlled from a weather standpoint. And quite frankly, I believe you. And that's when you see the spray in the sky and the chemtrails in the sky and the Morgellons that we see going on and all of the biologicals they're dumping on on us. All of this stuff is part of the experimental program the government is doing. And the reason they're able to do it to us legally is that they haven't rolled out the program, they haven't announced it, and it's operating under the guise of research. That's how they get away with it if you're really curious about that because they don't have to have accountability to Congress for this. It's all basically basically black ops budget. So it's, it's kind of crazy when you stop and think about the fact that we've gone to a point now in our country that they're willing to experiment on the people of the United States and do all kinds of weird things to us and pretty much get unpunished for it. It doesn't make any difference if they give a bunch of people syphilis or gonorrhea or diarrhea or depression or AIDS or whatever. It doesn't make any difference. Nobody ever goes to jail. It's like when Trump was running for president, one of the biggest chants that he had at his rallies was lock her up, lock her up, lock her up to basically lock up Hillary Clinton. And the first thing he says when he gets in the office, one of the first things is that the Clintons are good people. They're friends. Yeah, that was that went real well for all of us, didn't it? It didn't go anywhere. And so she's still roaming around with her little broomstick. And I say that very sincerely because the lady's what's called the Sabbatean witch. She has her own coven or had her own coven out, out in California. And she used to leave the White House every six weeks and go meet with her witch's coven. Now, you can just go ahead and say that sounds crazy. You know, Larry Nichols brought that to the public view several years ago. 
So take with it as you'd wish. But the woman's nuts. And, and well, she's nuts like we think she's nuts. We think she's lunacy because of what she believes. But that's like saying a Christian is nuts because they believe in Jesus Christ and that he was resurrected. Okay? That's what we believe because we know that's the truth. Our entire calendar is based on that because of what Jesus did. She and a group of her little cohorts who were involved with Jeffrey Epstein, who, by the way, helped set up her foundation, this group of people, basically, they have another god, and they believe in the Kabbalah tree and in witchcraft and all the crazy stuff out of the Zohar. So you say, well, they're crazy. Well, no, that's their beliefs. We think they're nuts, but they think they're okay. They think that we're the ones that are being basically led astray. They want to follow the evil one. And you think, well, why would they do that? My response is, I have no idea. I guess it's for earthly gain. I guess it's because they wanted to satisfy the desires of the flesh and gratify themselves here on this planet while they were here, and they didn't care about the afterlife. I guess that's what it is. I don't know. To me, it's just stupid to, to, to basically take 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 years, whatever you're going to live down here, and serve a liar and a thief, knowing in the end that you're going to be basically in hell for all eternity but I'm sure Lucifer doesn't tell them they're going to be in hell either he just says oh you'll be with me in paradise blah 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 you'll be ruling and reigning with me here well no it doesn't work out that way and we've got to look at the Bible and we have to see how it's going to work out because good's going to triumph over evil it's going to happen in the end we don't have to worry about that it's just that we're just in the middle of a giant how should I say movie right now a giant holographic projection theater down here uh, that basically is determining the future and the outcome of the universe as far as how things are going to shake out but we know the end of the story because we've already read the end of the book. And that's why I say to you guys so many times, if you don't have Jesus Christ and the great I Am living inside of you through the Holy Spirit, if you're not led by his Holy Spirit, if you're not having a true relationship with Jesus, he died for you guys. I mean, he, he basically is an omnipresent being that went to the cross to die for you for all eternity, for the forgiveness of your sins, to reconcile you to God Almighty, to allow you to come boldly into the throne room of the great I Am and ask and petition God and say, Lord, I'd like for you to do this for me or that for me. Lord, I thank you for your protection. And when you speak to God Almighty, he doesn't even see you anymore. He only sees Jesus because you're the righteousness of Christ through God. That's how it works. It's very simple. He's basically our mediator. He's our advocate before the God Almighty. And he loved us so much he was willing to do this for himself. Because remember, God is Jesus. He gave himself, his son, for us to protect us from the onslaught of the evil one because of what he had seen that they'd been doing for thousands of years, culminating with Genesis chapter 6 and the flooding of the planet. And then he came back and started it all over again. And Jesus sent God sent Jesus, and Jesus basically came to us in the form of a man to fulfill all scripture to allow us to become reconciled with God. And this is what's so important that we all understand this. It's so important to understand that the gift that he gave us was unmerited favor. He didn't have to do this. He could have left it like it was in Genesis chapter 6 and walked away. He could have done that. He didn't do that. He stepped in and he intervened. Because he's omnipresent, he's looked down at the timeline, he says, here's where I'm going to insert Jesus, my son. Here's where I'm going to put him in, right here. And he put him into the timeline to, to basically create for us a new life. And see, and this is why it's so important to understand that Jesus wasn't just some man who was here for a little while and who left after 33 years. 
Jesus was the creator of the universe through God, through Christ. And through him, you know, we have redemption and salvation. And we have to understand that that relationship is is real. That's why you need to be praying every day. You need to understand that the blood of Christ continually sanctifies you. That the energy field is created by scalar waves through interdimensional an interdimensional conduit that you are, you're an antenna to God, allows us to become one with the great I am through the Holy Spirit. And that once you accept Christ, you never die at that point. You just leave here to go to be with God because you're part of that creation, part of God Almighty. You're part of that now once you accept Jesus. That's why it's so important to understand that you can't do the mark of the beast. It warns you about that in Revelation. You have to maintain your humanity. You can't be changed in something else God doesn't recognize. You can't be willingly taking a, a, an injection or willingly accepting a mark on your forehead or your, or your, your, your hand that's going to change your DNA and make you something else. You have to stand against that and say no. And we've talked about that. In fact, it's so interesting. I, I, take very seriously what I do on the show. I take very seriously my relationship with all of you. And quite frankly, I've been, I'm deluged with, with, with emails. And if I don't get to your email, if you send me an email, just send it to me again. I'm literally a thousand emails deep right now. I can't get out. I, just, I don't have the time. It takes so much show prep here. You know, I'm, I'm so involved now with sending back texts. I have so many people texting me all the time that between the texting between the stuff I have to do here at the office, my home, my family, and prepping for the show and posting articles, you know, I don't have enough time. I need to diversify myself or whatever I need to do or clone myself. I'm speaking metaphorically. That was a joke, by the way, because I believe in cloning. I believe they're already doing that. And so I'm letting you guys know I'm not ignoring you if you're sending me an email. I probably simply didn't see it. Quite frankly, so if you got to send it to me a couple more times, go ahead. The best way to do it, I should even tell you this, is to send it, send me the same email. If it's, and that's if it's important. Now, if it's just whatever, don't do this. But if it's really important, you need to hear back from me. Uh, send it, send me like three in a row, same exact email to send it three times, and I should see it. Otherwise, it may just get unnoticed. And, but don't get fussy with me if if I don't see it or I don't respond to you personally because I've gotten so many emails now. And I want to say something else. You know, Trey sent me a – he's a young fella. And he's Gene's son. And he sent me an email the other day, and he actually sent a text to his dad. He told him dad to, for, to relay this to me. And, he, and so it said so – here's what he said. And I, I, I'm humbled by this, and I'm reading this to you. Tell – Ted and I said and tell him I said thank you for bringing us all the information that we're kept in the dark on without him I wouldn't know the surface of the iceberg Ted Brower goes from the top to the bottom of the iceberg exposing all evil like the Bible verse have no deeds in the fruitfulness of evil but rather expose them he follows the Bible and that's what I'm starting to do my church brought God into my life and Ted Brower formed a bond between me and Christ Grateful isn't even the right word as to how I feel about Ted. Now, guys, you know, I was about taking the tears when I read that this morning. And I want you guys to know something. I love you. When I tell you that I pray for you every day, that, that's a fact. Now, every once in a while, I may miss because of whatever happens as far as scheduling. But I do my best to pray for you guys all of the time, every single day. Because you mean the world to me. And when you support Health Masters, it tells me that we're making a difference. And that what I'm doing is worth your energy and worth your time and worth your support. 
and it means the world to me because I've had so many people who are physicists and doctors and physicians and other people that are basically scientists contact me and tell me they've accepted Christ because of the way I explain what a scalar wave is, what I explain what the blood of Christ does, and how I continually talk about the truth. This whole planet is overtaken by Kabbalists, by Luciferians, to ancient Canaanite religions. It's been running this planet for a long, long time. And that's why if we don't expose the evil for what it is, none of it makes any sense. You've got this group of people, the International Baker Kabbalists, in the middle of a giant web with Lucifer. And they have tentacles that go out in this big giant spider web in all different directions. And that's why it's so difficult to try to pinpoint one specific group and how they're involved in it. But guys, it always goes back to the money. Remember what the Bible says, the love of money, here it is, the love of money is the root, the center of the spider web of all evil. I love you guys. Awesome. What do you think? That's well said. And something that I was just thinking about earlier today, and I forgot to even bring this up, when I went to the DMV a couple weeks ago, and this is tie back into what you were just saying, I went into the wrong area. There's actually a DMV right down the road, and they had you know security first before you go in, and it was the wrong building. And so as soon as I walked in, they uh, they had a temperature monitor, but it wasn't the one that they scan your forehead with. It was a wrist one. You actually put your hand beside it, and it has a little thing that goes that's over it, and it checks your temperature. And I didn't think much of it at first because I needed to get it taken care of. And then they said, where are you going? I said, I'm going here. They said something about the mask. I said, I have a medical condition. They didn't bother me. They said, well, you're in the wrong place. I said, oh, okay. So I left. I didn't think anything about it. Well, then, of course, you know, almost everywhere you go, if you guys have noticed, they'll refuse entry if they if you don't let them scan your temperature because that has nothing to do with a medical excuse. What's interesting now is we have temperature checks via your wrist, and we have temperature checks via your forehead. And I just find that extremely concerning, considering the fact of what it says in Revelations and how so many people now are completely and totally okay and nonchalant and don't even think anything about it when you walk into a building now and they say, we need to check your temperature. And everybody's like, okay, scan my forehead. And it's happened to a lot of people because everybody's like, it was whatever, it's my temperature. It's, I don't care. It's not, it's not invasive. It's like wearing a mask. And it's interesting, though, that we've already gotten conditioned to this, either having your temperature scanned via your wrist or your forehead and then putting a muzzle on any place you go. And a lot of people, like, as you know, myself and dad and friends of mine, we've either gotten medical conditions We've got letters from the doctor, or you just tell an individual you have a medical condition and they don't harass you about the mask. But what's interesting about this now is that more and more people are becoming so conditioned to what's about to happen next. And as we've already seen now in numerous countries, including the U.S., with the COVID tracing app that's been uploaded on almost everybody's phone, which I've encouraged everybody to turn that off, turn your Bluetooth off if you're not using it, turn all your permissions off with your apps. I mean, that stuff doesn't need to be on. And they're getting everybody to the point where we're all going to be readily tracked and nobody's really saying anything about it. And now in Singapore, they just released Monday, they said that they will now track all incoming travelers from select countries, including residents and citizens, with electronic monitoring devices starting August 11th. Now, of course, this is Singapore. This isn't the U.S. yet. But they're getting geared up all across the country to roll 
this in. They said the authorities framed the trackers as positive for travelers, noting that they would allow recipients to self-isolate at home instead of quarantine in a government facility. New arrivals will be ordered to activate the devices upon reaching home, at which point they are programmed to alert authorities should they try to leave their house or tamper with their device. Now, of course, this is basically, again, full-blown authoritarian lockdown procedure that they're getting people conditioned to. We have all discussed this now, and it's pretty much a known fact that COVID has been heavily manipulated with the numbers, with the test ratings, with the death, with everything. If you have an absolute out-of-control pandemic, you don't have to count people that are 91 years old with stage 4 lung cancer that die in the hospital that have been there for three months as COVID deaths because you did a nose swab after they were dead. You don't have to count people that died on a motorcycle accident down in Ocoee, Florida because you swabbed their nose after they were dead and they showed a positive COVID testing after they were dead in the morgue. You don't have to do that. The numbers would already be so egregious themselves that people would realize real quick, this is not a fake pandemic. This is a real one. Now, what we're starting to see now all across the country is that pretty much the censorship from big tech has known no bounds now. They're they're not even trying to pretend like they're not censoring everything. They are pretty much blocking anything that you talk about when it comes to vitamin C and D3, anything when it comes to hydrochloroquine, any type of natural treatment or even medical treatment, they are censoring now. I've got numerous people that I know and multiple uh, web pages that I follow that I've looked at on social media and that they are constantly having their articles pulled down. I mean, every time they post anything discussing true, real, reviewed studies on vitamin C with quercetin and D3 on hydroxychloroquine, it's being pulled down immediately, saying it's fake news. And now we're starting to see that basically Google, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of them are now purging anything that does not go along with the experimental COVID-19 vaccine. And what's troubling about this is, as we start to see this come into light, and this is what you have to look at, guys. you got to look at how this is rolling out months down the road. But I try to give you guys my opinion, the research that I do, as what's going to start happening. We saw all the things that have already accumulated and how people have been very slowly accustomed to pretty much doing anything they're told by their masters on television. That's, I mean, that's, that's not a conjecture anymore. Now we're starting to see that social media is purging everything except for basically COVID-19 vaccine propaganda on social media. I told you guys yesterday about the research study that was done, and I posted it on the website that goes into detail about different techniques they're trying in psychological testing to see how people are going to be more susceptible to be convinced to take the COVID-19 vaccine, either by basically morals, either by doing it through fear, either by doing it by criticism. There's multiple aspects to it. You guys listened to the show yesterday. And at the same time, we have this vaccine that changes your DNA. It changes it, guys. I mean, you can look at the research. They're not even trying to hide it anymore. It's all out in the open. It changes your actual DNA. Now, here's the next step that you got to ask yourself. 
what's in that vaccine? That kind of sounds like the billboard in Australia that they pulled down after three days because they said it was rubbish and nobody had the right to put that on a billboard, ironically. What's in this vaccine? We have not been given a list of ingredients that they have approved to put in this vaccine. We have not been given a list of actual assayed platform, an assay test that shows what's in these vials when they get to roll them out. And I highly doubt they will. They may have something on a box in the back and the fine print on the pamphlet that you're going to have to go through. But as most people know, even the aborted fetal tissue that they use in the MMR vaccine and numerous other vaccines, they don't put that on there. It's like the MERS 36 or whatever it's called in there. So there's a reason why they're doing this. They're getting people geared up, and they're doing more and more authoritative measures to get people okay with the idea of having their rights completely stripped from them all in the name of COVID. Now, what's going to start to play a role, and we're starting to see this now, is the vaccine is going to be used as a in-game COVID rollout in the aspect of what I mean by that is they're going to come in and say, okay, we have the vaccine now. If you get the vaccine, you're not going to have to basically wear a mask. You're not going to have to quarantine in your house. You're going to be able to go back to work. You're going to be able to go back to the store. You're going to be able to do everything you can if you have the vaccine. If you don't have the vaccine, that's okay. That's your right not to get the vaccine. But you're not going to be able to do anything, pretty much. You're not going to be able to work, which they already said now in the uh, journal, uh, the one journal that came out last week. They already said they're trying to push it so you will not be able to have a job if you basically get, don't get the vaccine. They've already tested this in China, and it's fully operational, where you have to show them basically your green light or your yellow light on your phone if you basically have tested positive or negative, and the vaccine's incorporating into that with the contact tracing just to get into a building or a store or a restaurant. So all these things are already in place. Now in Australia, they're already completely violating everybody's rights. Police in Melbourne, Australia now have the power to enter people's home without a warrant and perform a wellness spot check to enforce compliance with new COVID lockdown rules. After the state of Victoria announced a state of disaster in response to a spike in COVID, Premier of the state, Daniel Andrews, told residents we can no longer have people simply out and about for no good reason. So now he's telling everybody in the state of Victoria what you can and can't do. This is something that is troubling on top of an 8 to 5 curfew that's going on. They now have the right to come into your house and enter your home and carry out spot checks even if you do not give them permission and they don't have a warrant. This is not stopping, guys. And now you see in Berlin, Germany, they had a huge protest over there. Million-plus people, they're saying, showed up to protest this fake pandemic. Wake up, see what's going on, understand it, and speak the truth then. You, you know, Austin, the, the problem with all of this stuff as far as the, the, is the disinformation, you know, and, and the retraction of the good information. I just sent it text or an email to one of my relatives over in Germany. Uh, his name is Jurgen, great guy. And he basically sent me back the response that, you know, the information that I had sent him was basically fake news. It was conspiracy theory. And it wasn't. And so, you know, the problem again is, you know, how do you get your relatives to understand that this is very, very, very real and that people are being programmed via big tech? and being 
how should I say, censored via big tech. And this is what's happening everywhere. We have, and we talk about this on the show on a regular basis about how people are just in a situation where, you know, they believe the media. This is why I had my cable TV turned off. I don't have cable TV anymore. I have a nope. 40 foot antenna. I have a, neither does Austin. I have a 40 foot antenna on my house. Yes, I have an antenna. I have a 1940s technology antenna. Yeah, it's like, you know, almost 100 year old technology. Big 40 foot tower. Leans a little bit because of the storms back in 2004, but it's okay. It's not falling down. And I've got a eye in the sky, a giant camera up there that pans the entire property and stops as soon as it sees motion. I've got an antenna up there. I've got a big floodlight up there, and it's just part of you know what I have here at my house. I don't have TV as far as cable. It's so bad and it's so horrible and it's so mind conditioning that I don't watch it. You know, I get my news from reputable sources like Zero Hedge and other websites that I follow that post news stories, and then I have to go through different charts things with Breitbart and Daily Mail and all that, which 80% of their stuff is fake stuff too, it, it, not Breitbart, but Daily Mail, and Zero Hedge is really good, and I just basically try my best to stay focused on the good stuff. Now, Drudge is, like I told you guys a year ago, has been completely and totally compromised. It's just another giant psychop CIA operation mockingbird and you know what do we expect from Drudge I mean he's a gay Jew you know not that you have to be Jewish to be gay and not that you have to be gay to be Jewish or whatever he's just a gay Jew who's extremely liberal and personally I talked to Doug Hagman about this and he said the whole thing had been sold out and it's been taken over by another giant conglomerate now what they did they posted a story this today and it's about Trump and it's about an interview that he did on HBO. Now, this is this is pretty interesting. It's news site Axios. This is a liberal news site. They aired HBO shared an interview with the president Monday. Now, I want to, I want to basically talk about this for a second. And, and quite frankly, uh, during the 40-minute summary to you part of it, during the 40-minute sit-down, Trump repeated his well wishes for accused child sex trafficker Ghislaine Maxwell saying he offered them simply because her boyfriend, Jeffrey Epstein, was either killed or committed suicide in jail, and he refused to say whether he found the late congressman of civil rights campaigner John Lewis impressive, only complaining that John that Lewis skipped Trump's inauguration and waved away any questions about U.S. intelligence, suggesting that Russia offered a bounty on American troops. Now, this article just absolutely skewers Trump. This is total propaganda on the left-hand Rothschild side. And this is what I want to warn you guys about. And I'm going to post this article on the Health Masters news site. And I'm going to list it as pure propaganda. And I want you to understand that Trump walked into this. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, it means that when you step into an interview that's going to be taped, they can inject or insert any narrative or questions or whatever they want into the interview and you don't even know about it and he knows better than this he should know better than do taped interviews like this on large formats and large things like HBO or whatever this was aired on but it makes him look like he's a complete and total train wreck now why are they doing this why can they be in support of Hillary be against Donald and be controlled by the same group of people how can that be possible here's how it's possible the Kabbalists, according to Otto Kahn, back in the 1920s, who was one of the founding members of the Federal Reserve Bank in the United States, who built the second largest home in the United States, only second to the Biltmore Estate. His home is now a hotel. 
that he built a hundred years ago. Super, super wealthy Rothschild cutout boy. That's who he is, Otto Kahn. He said in an interview in the 20s that the international banking community are cabalists and they control both sides of the narrative. They control communism and they control capitalism. That they find them both equally sacred and that they hold the earth by its axis and they turn it any way, which way they want. I personally believe that Donald Trump will win the election. I believe that. I mean, nobody in their right mind could vote for Joe Biden. He's senile. Now, a lot of patriots will write in somebody else. That's up to them. That's their choice. A lot of people are going to write in the governor of South Dakota. No. She's brilliant. She never locked down the state. But what's going to happen is I believe Trump's going to win. Why? Why will Trump win the election? And why are they doing this? He's been known and referred to as the chaos president. He's creating all this tremendous chaos. Now, they could have done that with Obama. They did a little bit of that with Obama with the transgender stuff and the bathrooms of the men and the women and Operation Fast and the Furious and IRSK and all the rest of the stuff he was never held accountable for. But these Kabbalists who run the planet through the banking sector, through their sacrificial rituals with Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell, who are basically controlling the earth through energy flows, is what they believe, is what they believe, are staying in power either way. Trump just wished well again, just Lane Maxwell, and lest you think he made a mistake and misspoke. Now, what he's doing by this, this is a little Kabbalah stuff that he's letting her know that she wishes her well, which means don't worry about it. It'll be fine. It's going to go well for you. Either you're going to get pardoned or you're having your sentence commuted or you're going to be erased and receive a new life in a new place somewhere else. Or they can do this to her too. They can put a body double in her place and have the body double go to prison. They can do that too. They can say, okay, we're going to just put somebody else in your position now, give them some cosmetic surgery, say it's you, and let them go on to prison and we'll take you off too. It doesn't make any difference. This is why I talked about this on the show Friday, that she told Jeffrey Epstein to walk tall and proud because he had done nothing wrong. Why? Because he was serving his satanic overlord. That's what he was doing with these rituals, the sacrifice and all the stuff that he was doing in that little tabernacle temple weird thing he had built on his island. Nobody ever talks about that if you notice. Nobody goes in there and shows pictures of the inside of that that could be literally verified. I mean, I would like to go down there with Austin, rent a boat and sneak up on that island not hopefully not get shot and, and basically go inside of that little tabernacle place unless it's been stripped to see if there's a sacrificial altar stone in there. And I'm not joking right now, guys. I won't do that but I would like to know if there's a sacrificial altar stone in there where they were conducting their satanic rituals. Not joking here at all. I'm not in a gaming mood today. Something weird was happening on that island because 30 girls have come out now out of the thousands and thousands and thousands of girls that were sent into sex slavery, and only 30 of them are left that are willing to come forward. That's a problem for me because what's happened to the other thousands that were there why do we think that nothing happened to them? You think they just went happily and merrily on their way? You think that thousands of girls who get trafficked into sex slave markets around the world? The other day we were speaking with Michael, and he's a friend of ours here in Lakeland. And he said he met with one of the top people here recently from Africa who wanted him to go into Africa and basically go to one of the slave markets, the current slave markets that are happening right now in Africa. 
and videotape it with like a button camera. Mike's really into creative stuff and into basically, uh, you know, working with, you know, cameras and, you know, and TV and that kind of stuff and electronics. And he said that you got about a, I'm going to paraphrase this from what I remember from memory. He told Michael, you got like a 50% chance of coming out alive if you, if you do this. And you, we're going to get guns when we get there so we can defend her so we may or may not get shot at. And he said he talked to the one guy who was giving him this information. And that guy had gone to that slave market and for $10,000 had bought 60 children. Yeah, okay. Okay, Black Lives Matter. Okay? Here's Black Lives Matter. Why doesn't this matter to you? You want to pitch a little biatch fit about what happened 150 years ago in this country. And it was absolutely horrible. But no one who is in this country right now was alive during that time. And nobody here is currently involved who basically lives in the United States are involved in anything that happened back there personally. Yet slave markets are going on in Africa right now as we speak. But you want to pitch little biatch fits about what happened with the Civil War. When you think that Lincoln was your great emancipator, and he wasn't. He was diametrically opposed to freeing the slaves. Listen to his stuff that he said in his campaigns. He had no interest in doing that. What is send all the slaves back to Africa? So why do we think that this dark group of people that control the planet who just wished via Donald Trump, Ghislaine Maxwell, well again, aren't going to continue doing what they're doing unless we continue to expose them? I mean, why don't they get ever taken to trial? I mean, if you look at what happened here in Florida with Jeffrey Epstein and how all this stuff was dismissed, 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 records clear, records sealed, all the stuff he did with child trafficking, it lets you know that the people at the highest level of government are involved in this stuff. The highest level. I said on the show like five years ago, I said if the truth came out about Hillary Clinton, the pedestophiles, the blackmail, and all the stuff that was going on with Epstein – in the United States, in our government, that the entire governmental complex in Washington would collapse because of internal corruption and everybody would be going to jail. And finally, people are coming up and saying and sending me emails, you know, you said that five years ago, and we thought that was a little bit of hyperbole, but by golly, you're right. This is so systemic. And this is where we find ourselves. So when Austin says he goes into the city or the county facility with driver's license or tags, and they scan his wrist, or they scan his forehead, He's exactly right. They're prepping us for the next phase. Also, what do you think? That's exactly what they're doing. I mean, you, you can see it clear as day if you're awake. This isn't going to stop. They've gotten a handle on this now, and they've gotten people compliant. That's what I said. I've said this numerous times when I've talked to people about masks and stuff. I said, this has nothing to do about viruses. I said, you can clearly see the data does not back that you wear a mask and everything stops. If that's the case, why is there still cases allegedly going up? Why are countries that still are wearing masks all the time? Why are states that are still wearing masks all the time going up? Because it doesn't do anything. Now, as soon as they want the numbers to go back down, all they'll do is change the numbers and the way that they're testing them. We've already seen, I mean, I've talked to dozens of people now, dozens of people that have either personally or had friends and family going to get testing down here in Florida. Signed in, sat in line for two, three hours, had enough, fed up, get a phone call, you've tested positive for COVID. Now, like I told you before, I thought that was like a story that kept getting told over and over again. Then I started talking to people that actually had it happen. They showed me the phone numbers. It's just they call me, let me a voicemail. I'm like, whoa, this is not conspiracy theory anymore. This is a fact that everybody's testing. testing positive. There's a reason why. 
and back to what Dad said, too, I wish people would understand this because this is what's so frustrating about it when you get into arguments with people about the Civil War is that Lincoln issued the final emancipation in January 1st, 1863. The preliminary one, which was released in September 1862, was a war tactic. It had nothing about morals, nothing about slavery being good or bad. It was a war tactic. It stipulated the southern states, if they did not cease their rebellion, he was going to free the slaves as a war measure intended to cripple the Confederacy. People, for some reason, don't realize that. The Emancipation Proclamation was a clear and firm demonstration of the president's executive war powers to shut down and cripple the southern states that basically did not want to be unjustly taxed and sent all of the crap that the northern wanted at the same time being taxed and taxed and taxed. That's what the entire Civil War was based upon. And it's so it shows me the level of ignorance when you talk to people. They go, Civil War is about slavery. I'm like, wait, what? You know, it's about slavery. I'm like, dude, the Civil War had no context even relating to slavery at the beginning. It was all about the southern states being sick of sending all their products and goods to the northern states, while the northern states had basically a larger majority vote and would vote higher taxes on the southern states and say, give us more stuff, give us more stuff, we want more stuff, we're using all the stuff, but by the way, we're taxing you again on it, because they want to have their lavish lifestyle and their insanely high amounts of federal funds that they could burn through and urinate on a whim. That's what started all of it, and then it escalated, and the Emancipation Proclamation was a war tactic by Lincoln to cripple the southern states so that the slaves would not have to fight in the war, and they were freed, and then a lot of them were conscripted back into the northern states when they got back up there. The, the slaves were never freed in the northern states during the war, so nobody understands. So do some research before people argue with you about on that. Understand when you hear these Black Lives Matter terrorist groups and so forth bring up these topics, why don't you ask them about all the girls and all the little boys that are sold into slavery all around the entire country and continent and world right now? Because nobody wants to talk about that topic. That's just that's not fun to talk about. You can't justify looting and pillaging McDonald's in your local city because there are child slaves that are being used for sex trafficking and pedophilia purposes all around the country. That doesn't fit the narrative. Wake up and see what really is going on with this. On top of this now, other news, Hawaii. They're Big Island, Hawaii's Big Island. I'm proud of these guys, but we're going to see where this is going to go, because I hope some more counties and cities and states follow this. The build-out of 5G wireless infrastructure is not safe says the Hawaii County Council on July 22nd, 2020, voted almost unanimously 8 to 1. The resolution introduced by Council Member Matt Kamane Kimmerfield came to the table after months of daily emails and phone calls discussing 5G. The resolution was put forth, they basically in a council meeting that lasted nearly six hours. Approximately 40 people waited in line to testify one by one in separate rooms, basically saying that there is no legit evidence that 5G is safe, except there's counter evidence showing that it is not safe. 
And so now we're going to see how this goes, because to my knowledge, this is the first county council that has come forth and said they are halting telecom and telling them to cease and assist all 5G deployment in that state. Very curious to see how this goes, because the FCC voted 5-0, to zero, in favor that no county city could do what they're doing right now and 5G would still roll out, I'm very curious to see how this is going to play out. It probably is going to get overruled in telecom and 5G and FCC are going to come in and run them, run them over, but I hope not. I hope Hawaii stands their ground on this because obviously they're using their head, unlike majority of other Americans in the United States who don't want to do anything but put a mask on their face and go shop at Walmart every single day and be good little servants and watch CNN and pretend all this is just going to go away once a vaccine gets released. So very curious to see this in Hawaii, then. You know, also, I'm happy for the Hawaii. I'm glad they're trying to do stuff out there. But, you know, the thing about it is I spoke to yesterday. I had a, I've got a pastor friend of mine, and he's a megachurch pastor. You know, he's got 20,000 members, 25,000 members in multiple campuses around the country. And, of course, it's all been closed down until here recently, and now he has like a fraction of that left. But he started listening to me and started doing patriotic stuff during a sermon and talking about the mask and talking about the lockdowns and suddenly his viewership weekly on Sunday has spiked over 80,000 logged in listeners a weekend oh yeah 80,000 so yesterday I left him a long detailed about a four or five minute text you know, audio text you can do that from Apple to Apple products which I'm not endorsing Apple but you can't do that and I told him I said here's the deal I said the pulpit has left a massive vacuum because the people who are basically going to church, who really want a relationship with Christ, who are patriots, the ones who supported Donald Trump and came to his aid as far as in the last election, we're still here. We haven't gone anywhere. But the pastors have left us. The pulpit has left us. In many cases, the churches are still closed down, and they've left us because they've got their payroll protection plans from the government, and they're still getting their salaries, and they're not even bothering to reopen. And so I told my pastor friend, I said, if you will simply tell the people the truth of what's going on, I said, you will be bigger than Daystar as far as your broadcast. You'll be bigger than TBN on your broadcast. Heck, I said, you'll be bigger than Joel Olstein. I said, if you want to use him as an example because he has such a huge audience every single year, every single week. And see, this is what the pastors need to understand, Austin. If they will come in and they will actually start telling the people the truth, the people want to know the truth. Because the truth will set them free. As Christians, we've been conditioned to believe the truth and to understand the truth. The problem is we haven't been given the truth from the pulpit. And then we still have people that are Christians promoting gematria on their websites and the meaning of numbers. I mean, this is crazy stuff that's going on in the Christian circles. And you think, well, what do you mean we're having people promote gematria? Guys, when you start dealing with numerical numbers and numerical values of numbers and all that kind of stuff... In many cases, that kind of stuff is just pure Kabbalah. And, and we need to understand that. We need to understand that this is not okay. That as Christians, we can't be promoting the meaning of numbers and Kabbalah. It doesn't work. And guys, if we do that kind of stuff and we continue to do that kind of stuff, what's going to happen is it's going to just, it's going to come back on us and it's going to make people realize that what are we doing and who do we believe and what are we following? And this is the biggest problem that we've had now in the, in the Christian churches, is that we've got so much of this, how should I say, Kabbalah and Gematria, and we've got 
people that are Jewish rabbi pastors that aren't even saved, who don't even believe in Jesus Christ as Lord and Master and King and the Son of God, coming in and praying over Christian churches. What the heck just happened? We've got a non-believer coming in and praying for churches. What are they praying for? Especially if they come in and pray in Hebrew or in, in, in Greek or whatever they want to pray in. What are they praying over these churches? And then they do that Vulcan hand sign, which is basically a type of Gematria Kabbalah, and they hold it up in the air over the people. And then they have these big rallies, and they talk about the second coming, and they never even mention the name of Jesus. And you're like, who are these people, and why are they being promoted on Christian TV? Why is it that a major TV Christian ministry has their daughter get married to a Jewish fellow, and they promote it on their TV show, and they play it for three hours, the entire wedding service. Why would they do that? This is all part of that ecumenical movement, guys. It's about bringing in the new world order and making... See, here's the thing. And let's just have a little little chit-chat here for a second. Jews aren't saved. They don't believe in Jesus Christ. Now, can they be saved? Absolutely, yes. But the Bible tells us that if you're a practicing Jew and you don't believe in Jesus Christ as Lord and Master, that you're not saved. It tells you if you're basically another faith. This would be something like a Hindu or a Buddhist or an atheist or whatever. You're, you're not saved because you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as, as, as your Savior. So, But suddenly we want to believe that certain groups of people don't have to accept Christ. This isn't okay. There is only one way to the Father, the Bible tells us, and that's through Jesus. That's it. And we talked about that earlier on the show. When you accept Christ, it changes everything. And I mentioned this yesterday. People want to go in now and they want to try to blame everything on China. They don't want to talk about the Kabbalists. They want to blame every single thing on China. Guys, this is more subterfuge. This is more obfuscation. There's a really good article you need to read. It's posted at the Health Masters website. It's called Escobar, The Heart of the Matter in the South China Sea. And it's talking about how the 7th Fleet has gone in, the Pacific Fleet has gone into China now, and they're doing all this stuff, and they're provoking this, and they're showing China who's boss and all this other kind of stuff. Hey, China doesn't want to have a war with us. This, this is just lies again. This is more mainstream communist narrative lies. China knows that we have a tremendous ability in our, in our space program with space-based weapon systems. They know that. They don't have that. All this is is to keep the narrative going, to try to create as much friction between the Chinese and the Americans as we possibly can. There are people in alternative media saying, well, China controls this, and China controls that, and China controls Hollywood. No, they don't. China does not control Hollywood. The Kabbalists control Hollywood, and we need to understand that. Oh, guys, it's, it's so frustrating when you try to tell people the truth. And all media is out there under Operation Mockingbird, and they're putting all of this stuff out. That's not okay. you got to ask yourself a question. Are they talking about the third temple? Are they talking about the problems with Kabbalah and Gematria? Are they talking about real stuff, or are they maintaining the narrative with just enough real information to keep the patriots confused and to keep them tuning in so they can get their clickbait in so they can make more money selling their advertising on their websites? Guys, thank you for supporting Health Masters. Thank you for supporting the Ted Nelson Brewer Show. I mean, we've been doing this, I think, seven, eight years. It's been a long time.
And our, our message has never changed. God is on the throne. Prayer still changes things. And we all need Jesus Christ to, rede- to be redeemed back to God. The, the prayer, the, our, our message never changes. We always go from top to bottom, from the Canaanite religion base, the religions out of Egypt, all the way through the Kabbalah, all the way through the banking system, all the way through everything to give you guys a full picture instead of taking snapshots. And you guys have made that possible because you get your toothpaste from us and you get your vitamins from us and you get your mouthwash from us. You think, well, are you promoting us to buy products from you? You can do what you want to do. But when you do buy products from us, it supports this show. And so I want to thank you for doing that. I, I can't, you know, I can't force you to buy a multiple vitamin from us. But I got to ask you a question. You're going to Walmart and you're buying your vitamins there. Are they telling you the truth? Are they promoting the truth? Are they promoting Jesus? Or are they promoting a mask agenda? I mean, what, what, where, where are your loyalties? Where do you put your money? Who do you want to support? And that's the truth. You know, you guys know when you call me up, you text me or whatever, you, you need me to pray for you. I pray immediately. You send me an email if I see it. I pray for you immediately. I do everything I possibly can to pray for you guys every single day because to me, you guys are family with me. And so when you support us, it makes everything, what it does, it kind of like, how does it do? It's like that, that like, it's like that letter I got today from Trey. It, it makes me realize that Austin and I are making a difference, that we're all making a difference, that we're supporting each other. And that without you guys, we wouldn't be here. And quite frankly, without Jesus Christ, none of us would have been here. We'd all been hosed. God knew that. That's why he inserted Christ into the timeline. Because remember, he's omnipresent. He, he understood he had to fix it. He did. He fixed it. And he did it without Lucifer knowing about it because Lucifer's not omnipresent. Now, he wants to be omnipresent in this particular instant as far as being all over the place. But he can't go back in time. He can't do that. That's what CERN's all about. So, guys, thank you for your support. I love you, and I appreciate you. Also, go ahead and finish it up. Absolutely. And so and the thing that, you know, I've talked to Dad about, and we've had some discussions with some other alternative media hosts as well, is that a lot of individuals right now have been trying to capitalize on what's going on. I mean, there's been some alternative places that are selling masks. I've mentioned this before. They say, you know, freedom and stuff like that on them. And, you know, to call yourself a patriot and a basically respecter of the Constitution and be trying to capitalize by selling masks that you know are nothing more than cloth to try to muzzle the populace and shut the populace up is downright embarrassing, I'll be honest with you. And we already know the masks don't work. They've already shown that in research studies back from 2015. We already know that if you go places, you simply say, I have a medical condition, I can't wear a mask. I have yet to have anybody actually truly demand to see my letter. I told somebody that the other day. I said, my friends, he's like, well, I don't have a letter. So you don't have a letter. One of my buddies in Lakeland, he's in the retired army. He didn't even have a letter. So every time he goes somewhere, he goes, I have a medical condition. Now what happens to happen is because we've all pitched a fit about this, especially the ones that weren't bluffing, we had a medical letter. As soon as you bring up to a manager the fact that they are violating the American Disabilities Act and they're discriminated against you because you have a medical disability, every single time I've said that to a manager, they're like, whoa, okay. Okay, well, well I, I, don't, I don't want to deal with this. We'll, we'll try to accommodate you, and they pretty much always accommodate you. Now, they may accommodate you in a way that you don't necessarily want, 
They say, well, you got to stand outside. We'll get this for you. Well, at that point, you got to debate whether or not you even want to support the company. Is it actually a company that you really want to support? I told you guys that a while back. We went to the restaurant. A bunch of us went in there, and one of the, the hosts pitched a little fit. I was not wearing a mask before I got there. We called the manager, called him up, sitting on the truck. Said, hey, what's going on? We're about to go to another restaurant. He goes, whoa, 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 what's going on? I said, dude, kick this out. I got a medical condition. Why should treatments like this? He goes, dude, come back in. I got you guys some appetizers, whatever you want. You don't have to wear a mask. Come right in. I said, it's fine. I said, I'm not going to wear a mask to stop, walk 15 feet to a table. I said, it's asinine. I said, it's completely and totally ignorant. It makes zero sense to me whatsoever. But the problem is, a lot of people do it just to go along with it. Like Dad said, he talked to the guy walking out, walking in the green lights the other day. Dad said, you know the masks don't work? He goes, yeah, I know. But I, just, I got tired of the way people are looking at me. Really? Is that, is that how easy you comply? I have, I, are you going to get a vaccine? Well, yeah, I'm probably going to get a vaccine. I, I, don't, I don't like when people look at me this way because I'm unvaccinated with the RNA, DNA-changing vaccine. So I'm just, just going to get it. What? You're going to get it, too, because people look at you weird when you don't get a mark of the beast? Well, you know, I don't, I don't want people to think I'm weird. Dude, deal with it. If you are a little bit abnormal, that's probably a good thing. Be honest with you. <laughs> so go against the grain with a lot of this stuff because we're seeing other countries now. I've had enough of it. I mean, Germany, I mean, they have at least a million people protest. It's huge. You actually saw the drone footage. It's huge. It's insane. I mean, people showed up protesting what's going on over there. Why are we doing that here? During protests, we have doggone terrorist groups paid by communist groups through George Soros to try to burn down buildings. That's, that's not effective. I mean, what are you talking about? I mean, the other day, they had a BLM group with the other group of the black individuals that are running around with guns telling everybody, you know, basically they're not to be messed with, which, again, I don't, if you're legally carrying a firearm, it's your right, extra second amendment. I don't have a problem with that. The lady that was, I guess, in the group with a firearm, had no idea how to even handle a firearm safely, had a negligent discharge. It was multiple times. I don't know how you do multiple negligent discharges. Just don't pull your finger off the trigger, you an idiot. Shot three people. They were all happened to be the protesters that were in the group. So I didn't really have much fanfare to that. I kind of giggled. The fact that that shows you the level of just idiotic behavior some of these people are displaying where they want to walk around and act like they're these bad A, hard butts with guns everywhere. It's funny, we had that protest in Virginia, right? Tens of thousands, if not 100,000 people showed up in Virginia because the governor was trying to pass unlawful, unconstitutional measures. All these patriots from all over the country showed up, open carrying firearms. Just walking around the Barrett, 50 caliber. Fantastic. You know how many negligent discharges there were that day? All of zero. And that was with a much bigger group. It was close to 100,000 people, I was told, from the people that were up there. Zero. Zero Indies. Why? Because the patriots that are ready to stand their ground know how to handle their weapons. Understand what's going on. Train, exercise. Me and a couple of buddies, we got another outdoor training session today. Dumbbells, kettlebells, outside sprints, rifle training, all coupled in one in the middle of Florida, in the heat, which I don't recommend doing, by the way, unless you know your body and you can understand how you're feeling and you're staying properly hydrated. It's very hot down here right now, but this is the environment we're in, and this is what we have to train in, because quite frankly, if we gotta go out and we gotta do something, and we gotta defend our property or our family, not gonna be weather permitting most times. It's usually pretty hot weather down here. So I encourage everybody, get outside, go inside, train, wherever you gotta do it. 
But get in shape, get your immune system strong. The Testo Plus is on sale right now. Got a lot of people to take that. The military retired. Increases natural testosterone production very effectively. Very, very good product for males. I encourage you to take that. If you're having issues with low T or energy, definitely a product to take before you start going the pharmaceutical route. Check it out at the Health Masters website. It's on sale right now till tomorrow is product of the week. And again, please encourage people just to wake up. Talk to people. Be vocal. I mean, you're going to get bad looks. I promise you that. I promise you that. You're going to get people to get mad at you. I promise you that, too. Oh, well. It's part of it. It's not always about being having all everybody like you and being friends and making everybody happy all the time. Sometimes you've got to stand your ground. When you do so, it's not the popular vote. So I encourage everybody, continue to forward this show. Get this information out there. I appreciate and support all of you. Thank you for the emails. Dad's on the same page I am with this. I'm trying to get caught up with a lot of them. A lot of people send us articles. A lot of times I read stuff and don't respond to it if it's not a direct health question. So, again, thank you for the support. Thank you for everything you continue to do. Continue to keep yourself in shape. Keep yourself mentally strong. Stay in the Bible. Keep exercising. Keep your supplements in stock. I got a bunch of food buckets finally coming back in next week. Working on them right now. So I'll let you guys know when those come back and stock the organic food buckets. So again, thank you for the support. Have a blessed, safe, awesome day. Have a great night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.